For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's happening, Rebels? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time you're listening to this. Thanks for taking part of your day to be with us. We got a great program recorded back in March right before the lockdown. It is a Moms on the Mic episode with producer Kay and the Atomic Mom, Kristen Chadwick, and my wife, Laura Dobson. Hope you enjoy this. Uh, We've got uh, Michelle Adams and Bethany Jett on the program. Hope you're doing well. If you need anything, reach out. Help at rebelparenting.org. Our website is rebelparenting.org. Let's dive into it. Here is They Call Me Mom on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Moms on the Mic. Welcome. (laughs) We are excited today and uh, just can't wait to get into the show. I was laughing at your book earlier, They Call Me Mom, right? It's a devotional we're going to talk about with Bethany and Michelle in just a little bit. But my kids call me mom, right? Like, that's the distinction. Or if they need something, mama. Oh, um, can I have some more chocolate? Yes. <laughs> Those kind of things. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yes. So welcome on the program. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So our audience would love to hear more about who you ladies are. You are quite well. I mean, your whole bio is like, four pages long so So we're like I was like let them introduce themselves you should go for it (laughs) well I'm Michelle Michelle Medlock Adams and this is Bethany Jett and we're best friends we're business owners we own a business called Platinum Literary we help others write their books and help with their marketing but more than anything we're moms we are moms in the trenches and I'm actually now a Gigi my two daughters are married and have their own families and I was just babysitting last week and I have Three grandbabies with one on the way. Wow. Bethany's military uh, has three boys. Yeah. So we, we just love being a mom at Gigi now. But we wrote this book specifically for those who are just like us. And uh, I mean, our credentials and awards and things that we won for writing really don't even come close to <laughs> just right. being able to be called mom. Like, that's like the greatest honor ever. So mm. all that stuff in our bio, we're not really that concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yes. The most mm. important being mom. Mom. Yes. Or, yes. yes. Oh, that's so great. Well, I would love to just dive into what led you guys to write this devotional together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had so many ideas for different books, and we were t- thinking about how can we really reach this group of women because so many people who come to us talking about writing, they they always talk about their kids. You know, I have mm-hmm. kids at home and is God calling me to do this now? Is he calling me to wait until they graduate? There's all these mom issues that kept mm-hmm. coming up and we thought, this is the book to start with mm-hmm. because we all wear so many hats. Yeah, Each chapter is they call me something, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. I love, uh, they call me embarrassing. That was Michelle's chapter, you know, like we humiliate our kids all the time. Oh, <laughs> like, so great. But this is kind of who we are, I think. <laughs> Especially the yeah. teenage children. Oh, for sure. Oh, That's a whole new realm of embarrassing. You're kind of cool mom up until around age 12. Right. And then they go on and you're like, they're like, mom, why did you post that on Insta? <laughs> yep. like, uh, That's real. Don't look at my account <laughs> if you don't like it. <laughs> 
Well, like if you, fr- I friended mine for the first time. I remember when I first got on Facebook, they were like, did you just friend me? Like they were horrified. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> like, yeah, your mom were like, I know, that's exactly why you shouldn't friend that's me. Cool. Like they were horrified. But, so, oh. you know, it was a different, I was, it's cool that you get to be cool again, though, once they're married and, and they have their own children. I'm actually really smart again now. So yeah. they, yes. they come to you know, so there's hope, though. I went through those years where I thought, why am I no longer cool? Mm. And there's hope. So, you know, you'll be cool again soon. Yeah, I, my oldest is 14, and Michelle has girls, and I have boys. So it was fun to write the book from those perspectives. Yeah. Because they're, you know, so different. And But my 14-year-old sometimes won't come to the car in car line. And so I'm <laughs> sitting there, you know, he's talking to his friends. He'll pretend to not see me. Yep. And so uh-huh. I'm threatened and done it almost <laughs> To roll down the window and be like, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, has, he hasn't done that again. He gets in the car right away. <laughs> I bet. Right well i was just reading an article about this next generation i think the millennials or the gen z about how they go to their mother or mother-in-law first for most of their parenting advice so you are just right exactly where you're supposed to be so i'm hoping it's gen z that goes straight to their parents (laughs) please yeah Yeah. That's so good. Well, I know there's one in particular that you guys love that they call me mean mommy. Mean mommy. Yes. Please share that one. So the reason I wrote that one, that was, this is Michelle. That was one of mine. My daughter, Allison, who's my youngest, my baby girl, she's always been very artistic. Like she's always done beautiful things. She, in fact, she went into fashion. She was a fashion major in, out in FIDM and LA. She's always been really creative. And so she did this beautiful card for me. You know, we had glitter on it and lots of colors. And it was, mm. she was like seven or eight. I don't know exactly. She was young. And when she gave it to me, I couldn't really wait to read it. It was like, happy mother's day, <laughs> beautiful sunshine and butterflies. And I opened it up and it said, you're not mean all the time. <laughs> I mean, now that's, that's some sorry statements right there like you don't find that one in the hallmark right? yeah <laughs> it needs to be so though I, <laughs> that's real <laughs> somebody should put that out there and i just i laughed i'm like well there you go okay well that's good to know that i'm not mean all the time but mm-hmm. it was definitely this this realization that sometimes you know you get that title because we have to be the disciplinarian even though we discipline in love and right. you know mm-hmm. you can't be your kid's best friend you're their friend and, and i'm their best friends now that they're married and have their own children but yeah. there's a season when you still are you're an authority over them and and you have to be the, the disciplinarian you have to be the one that sticks by your guns when you say if you don't do this then this happens mm-hmm. and you know yeah. I, my husband got to be the fun one a lot of times yes. it was so unfair right. <laughs> you know dad would come, ah, the superhero and i'm like the mean one like you can't go to the slumber party like i'm the mean one right yeah and so all that mom guilt but sometimes you just feel like oh I just, I just I don't want to be the mean one today but it's yes. not that you're mean as that you're fulfilling that one of the roles that we have as parents is that, yeah. that you have to train them up and so it's I know that's, that's a lot of people have felt have shared that mom guilt with me oh for sure <laughs> that's real well Michelle I don't think you're alone in that so many of us feel that we're on different pages when we're parenting I mean right. that's one of the top things we hear how did you and your husband work it out to feel like more like, no, we're both going to say you're not allowed to go to the slumber party? Because yeah. me and my husband struggle with that because I'm a little bit more lenient than he is. Mm-hmm. But he gets to have more fun with the children, too, because I'm doing the day to day stuff. And, right. you know, keep your room clean, do your homework, blah, 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 all those things. How did you and your husband fight through those seasons or 
find resolution, I guess. Really wasn't easy. We had to figure it out, and so because I kind of protested, so I'm like, I don't want to be the mean one. Yeah. So I was like, you on this right? I need you to like back me up, man. Like, be, yeah. and so mm-hmm. he would definitely go, oh yeah, your mother's right. But I'm like, that wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some more enforcement there. But yes. what we did is, so we could both be the fun ones, is that we would have special nights with our girls, like oh. you know, the daddy daughter date night. But then yeah. we did that. But then I had my times when we would each take a daughter and then we'd switch off. So I got to oh. do the fun stuff too. And he did help with a lot of the daily stuff. I mean, I had a very involved husband. He's a great dad and a great grandpa now. He's great. But it, oh. it would pop. They call him. It wasn't like we figured that out overnight. I don't okay. think we figured that out until they were in middle school. Right. So right. yeah, you guys do that. We did. But you guys do that, too. I know this. I spend a lot of time at their house when I'm down in Florida because they live in Florida. And you and Justin have a system. You guys do. I was uber impressed when I was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, do, we do mommy movie fun nights. So oh. when Justin deploys from a military wife. You know, when we were in youth ministry before, you know, he went back into the military, we had movie Mondays with our students Mm -hmm. in our church every Monday night. And it was kind of family time when I just invited them, like, come over, have dinner with us, whatever, very cash. But when we left ministry and then went to the military, it was like, I miss that. And so, you know, that's their junk food night. They can have whatever they want. It's pizza, candy, movies. (laughs) I want to come. Yeah, Yeah, I want to come too. I had to use mommy in the title so that I got credit. Yes. <laughs> my yes. husband called me the fun sponge. Those are awesome. That's, That's a good great. Way. Oh. Mm. Bethany, I would love to dive in because that is something that we haven't had a lot of people on our show about just being a military spouse. First mm. of all, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Yes. And just how has that played out for you in motherhood? And mm. how do you, man, navigate that? And because, mm. yeah. <laughs> it is tough because he... I hate to liken it to single parents because it's so hard when I am in that single parent mode, but I'm going to be out of that when he gets back, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And so I never want to take away from the women who are doing this day in, day out and don't get a break. Like yeah. Yeah. so much empathy because it's hard. Like you have to be everything right. at all times and, and it can be overwhelming. I mean, so that's why mommy movie fun night, just trying to like pull in kind of those funner times so I could kind of be the daddy fun role, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then, having to be authoritative but my my boys are now 14 11 and 9 and so now that they're going to teenage years I tell my husband I'm like I don't want you to deploy anymore because we're in like t- they're yes. taller than me yep my oldest <laughs> a man. you know and my younger brother's eight years younger so I didn't even grow up with like a brother going through all of that so I'm like this is new territory I'm like I don't know how to deal with the hormones and the testosterone and the mm. girl craziness and like all these things yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So really just relying, I think, in those situations, it's having the humility to accept help when it's offered. Yeah. That's really hard to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having the people in your life where you can call and be like, I can't take it anymore today. And they can just kind of pray over you and, yes. speak, you know, words. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times you've been like, it's okay. It's like, I'm okay. <laughs> you were doing a great job. <laughs> yes. I'm all yeah. yeah. You know, you have to have your little cheerleader, mm-hmm. I think. I mm-hmm. think that's true. Yeah. But you do a great and, and support system is a big deal. So, I mean, for military wives, you, you know, dealing with deployments and then single moms, just, you know, you're rocking this. You always feel guilty, but you are doing a great job. Mm, yes. So yes. did you find more of your support from other military moms or outside influences? I think it was my core friends. Some military groups are great. So that was actually super helpful having 
I think bases probably do different things, but they had a key spouse program. They would check up on us when they did the six month deployments, the shorter ones, it's not like that for us anyway. And if I needed something like the tire went flat. So there were like a couple of guys in my husband's unit who were kind of on call for me. So like if I needed something like that, where it's like, I don't think I can get this tire off by myself right now, they would be the ones to come over without any hesitation. And that stuff was great. I think emotional support, it was really my friends who knew that he was gone because you really can't post about it on social and stuff. Uh And I'm letting them know like, this is happening you know, if you see crazy stuff from me, <laughs> this is what's going on. Huh. Just shoot yeah. up a Maybe prayer. Michelle, the blind in. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's good tips. I mean, just finding support is huge. Mm. I mean, for any mom, of course. And sure. I think right. the added, I don't want to say burden, but the load or the responsibility right. as a military mom or a single mom. So that's neat. Do you have anything else you would share to some of the military moms that we have? You know, I think the thing that always catches me off guard when he leaves are the things that are kind of his responsibility as we share, you know, he kind of takes care of things. I take certain things. Something will always break as soon as they deploy (laughs) or leave. And just being prepared for that. And just being, I think, just giving yourself grace because all mm. the things that maybe were his things that you don't even consider, you think you've got it all yeah. planned, but then something pop. I think you just have to really give yourself some love and some grace and, and try to get your kids on board. You know, we're in this together. Like, mm. you know, we're going like to do team. this for this coming back. Mm. Yeah. Lots of that. Lots of bribes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I bet. And that's okay. Yeah. There's that grace. <laughs> so Michelle, Aunt Michelle will come down and give yeah. you V-Bucks right. yep. take them out for say <laughs> yogurt I'm like you can get all the toppings you want baby any kind of topping any you kind. want that can cost me 30 bucks for yogurt I don't even care Just get stack all the high. that's right that's right and then go home. <laughs> yeah, then, then I'll drop him off at your house. Yes. And their son, he's deployed, and their son is around 13, I think, and he's pretty angry, mm-hmm. you know, the, just looking at the other side. And, like, the mom says he's just angry that his dad's gone. Mm-hmm. Yet he knows the value his dad's creating, and he respects his dad. Mm-hmm. But just dealing with the juxtaposition of it all like he values his dad's service to our country but also like wait I want my dad here with me mm-hmm. yeah yeah well let's kind of shift back in to I would love to know because you're out of the season of littles Michelle <laughs> and Bethany you're a little bit out of the season of little littles <laughs> what would you say to yourself looking back of like, man, I really rocked it in this area. Mm. And what would you say of maybe I could have done it a little bit differently here? Mm. Wow, there's so much. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, right. That's a great question. Those who are still there. I think one of the things I would tell myself is kind of what she just said about giving myself grace. Mm. You know, you're always harder on yourself than you are on other people. I mean, I look, I remember being in the airport one time and seeing this mom and she had a special needs child and then she had two others that were under five because I asked her how old they were. And she was just so patient and so, mm-hmm. I mean, I just wanted to take notes. I'm like, this is an amazing mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just felt led after we got through security. I said, I just want to tell you, I'm in awe of you. You're like the best mom ever. Like, I just, you inspired me mm-hmm. today. And she started crying. I don't think we give each other props yes. very yes. much. Yeah. And I know we don't yourself that. And I think just giving yourself, I would tell myself, you know what? You need to be less hard on yourself. That mm-hmm. you've got the backup of the Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He called you and he you know, do you may not feel like it 
But that's the part about faith is we don't go by how we feel. We go by what we know and not by sight. And so the days that seem the hardest, I love that expression where it says that the days are long, but the years are short. I live in that now. It's days. You know, I remember thinking in whatever season we were in when they were little, I would be like, Oh, if we can just get past the potty training, dear Lord mm-hmm. above, just let us get through this. And then, you know, then there'll be the next thing and the next thing. But, you know, enjoying the moment a little bit more, yeah. even the, the craziness, even when everybody is just it's total chaos. You'll be surprised that you'll, you'll yearn for some of that when they're gone. And here's the other piece of encouragement I would tell myself, because I was so worried when my girls were in high school that they would somehow like drop off the face of the earth once they got to college. Yeah. I would never hear from them. Again. Yeah, it's right. like, it's, I, I'll never be needed again. And like, what's my life now? Like my life has been in in them and parenting them. But what's great is they come back and they bring others. So it's like (laughs) the best thing ever. And they, you have littles now, like we've got a house full of littles, but they're, they're my grandchildren, which I can spoil and send home. And it's just, this, every season is sweet. And, and even though it's hard, every season has, has the hard seasons, but they also have the perks. And so I just, I would tell myself to enjoy those perks and, to just embrace every moment and not always be, you don't want to always be waiting for that next phase. Yeah. If you're always right. looking for the next thing, you don't enjoy the one you're in. And yeah. I think I figured that out when they were a little bit older, but I wish I'd figured it out sooner. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. I like that too, Rebels. You listening, encourage those mamas around you. Yes. <laughs> we all need that extra yes. encouragement, like that lady in the airport. You mm-hmm. just blessed her. Yeah. And sometimes we need those little affirmations to be like, okay, yeah. Whew, I'm on the right yeah. path. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's true. Into yourself. Yeah. It's okay to go, girl, you rocked it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job. Everybody made it on time. Everyone's fed. Everybody's fed. No, nobody died. Like, everybody got to everything on time. Yep. Everybody's in bed by 930. I mean, like, you rocked it today. Like, that's okay to give yourself a little pat on the back and be like, yay, oh, you. Yes. I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Oh, and I think it's so important not to be, I know I talk to lots of moms and sometimes they're like, um, did you find this stage hard or... Like what you said, I just can't wait till I'm done with nursing or usually it's not nursing, it's potty training or things of that nature. Um, And I was so lucky that my dad, when I first had my son, he's like, oh, this brings back so many good memories. This is going to be the best time of your life. And just to hear that, it was like, oh, okay. I guess this is going to be the best time of my life because he looks back. He's 80 now and he's got, I don't know, 20 grandchildren, great, great grandchildren and all these. And he still looks back at being a young father as the best time of his life. That's precious. You know, Mm. all right, Bethany, you're up. What would Mm. you say to yourself? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're not getting up that easy. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I think. Okay, so I agreed with all of that. I would say probably to spend more time maybe putting kids to bed. I wish I had, like, mm. that's the time where I hear, you know, all the excuses. I need more water. I need to kiss the dog. <laughs> like, even now. Like, I need this. And I think they, one will do something so the other one can run out of the room, right? Yeah. And now we're like, okay, and now I'm down to two, and there's a third one missing somewhere. And, like, <laughs> it can stretch to an hour. Mm. And that's usually when I'm like, okay. I can get some work done or I can get this done as soon as they go to bed. All the things I've kind of put off, yep. you know, after school and like, you know, doing this. And I think I get most frustrated then. So I think I would tell myself, just go back and enjoy that yeah, and make it a ritual. Yes. Yeah. That's, mm, that's good. a good word. What? <laughs> we get so emotional. Aww, <laughs> that's yeah. precious. He's crying. It's true. Mm. I think that those bedtime things, I write children's books. So 
those when you are reading those children's books to them and you're snuggling with them and and then you get to say the prayer and you get that last little I love you mommy I mean like are you kidding me right now yeah, like yes. that's the best thing ever right just, so, and uh, I with that I agree with that when they're older and they're still they're like turn out the light it's still you just go in there and be like I love you so much did you know you just like make my life amazing like just mm-hmm. to let because yep. they may not hear that anyplace else you want that to be the last thing they hear before they go to bed Aww. I love that I would do this I would do more of that too although I did a lot of it because bedtime like is my favorite <laughs> Um, <laughs> they made it for me. I'm like, oh, bedtime. Yeah, and uh, yes. we would cuddle and stuff. But yeah, I think that's great advice, Bethany. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I resonate with that. I'm always like, okay, if you just go to sleep. And then I'll have two seconds by myself. Mm-hmm. But there is that perspective shift of like, it's not always going to be this way. So yep. treasure every moment. Mm. And it is. They always say the sweetest things right before they go to bed. Yep. You're like, oh, where's I my know. recorder? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, oh. They're contemplating. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's these, they got a strategy. They do. <laughs> yeah. Keep you in there longer. <laughs> it's true yeah now that i think about it yes you can pray let's yeah, we keep praying but that's like an hour all out. <laughs> yeah that's and awesome. as they get older they get more like clear about how to communicate with you like right. well mom ha uh, uh I was lonely today at school, you know, (laughs) or come up with questions that will pull on your heart specifically. And it's like, really? Or are you just wanting to talk? Or, Uh you know, it's like, (laughs) that is my 13 year old. Yeah. Like the last minute of like, even goodnight hugs. And then she'll be like, so this happened today. And we're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. It's going to be another 10 minutes. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. But I love her. Oh, that's fun. Well, so what is your hope for moms if they, you know, go through your book and start engaging in such a way that for them to make a difference in their life as a mom? That's a great question. I think we were really intentional. We tried to be very intentional, making sure every mom saw herself somewhere in the book, hopefully in multiple Mm. chapters of it. But even if it wasn't an experience that either one of us had had, we wanted a mom to be able to see herself in this. So we tried to pull from other stories or different tie-ins and things. And I, I just want every mom to know, like, sister, sister chick, which is what you're sister chick. Sister you're in there chick. with you. And that's right. You've got this. Yeah. Like, mm. it's, yeah. it's a lot of embarrassing stories. It's a lot of times mostly when we, when we messed up. But there's grace and there's hope. And some days are just bad and terrible. Mm-hmm. But the next God's mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. That amen to that. Amen. And you know, I think also I wanted everybody to know there's it's spiritual, and then there's some real practical information. Yeah. So there was takeaway both ways. We is they call me whatever, like chauffeur or mm-hmm. they call late me cheerleader, late night project, you or all the different things. And then yeah. this is what God calls me. You know, sure. they call me me, mommy, God calls me this. <laughs> so there's always a scripture so and a prayer. But then we always have these practical sidebars where you know, this is something you can do today. Yeah. So if they call me dreamer, well, here's a dream board you can make with your kids tonight oh, or this weekend yeah. or at school. Like we wanted it to be, it's our tagline is real raw and resourceful. Mm-hmm. And everyone, we would really strive to make it be that because, you know, I remember getting devotionals and I was, when the kids were in the, I was in the trenches when they were little and, and I, you barely have five minutes to read a devotion. Right, exactly. I couldn't even go to the bathroom by myself. I'm I was like, going to say, yeah, it's a bathroom. Right? <laughs> <about that>. Yeah. <laughs> Right? <laughs> just, you had, just to be able to shut the door and have someone kicking it or uh-huh. putting their fingers, fingers it. underneath it. Mommy, mommy. mommy. <laughs> Get stage fright. Are you done? <laughs> it's crazy. And so I, I think, <laughs> why that always happens. But I think during that time, like maybe five minutes to read your devotion, we wanted it to really 
pack a punch. There would yes. be something in there that could maybe they could meditate and chew on for a couple of days. And mm. so we prayed over every single word of this. And it, while it was a really fun book to write, there were some injuries that were hard to yeah. write that we never shared. I've never shared any other book I've done. And mm. I mean, I've got over a hundred books. So the fact that wow. there were some stories that I hadn't told before, you know, I wasn't ready to tell it. No. <laughs> yeah. like, but, I, but I felt like now, you know, now was the time because I feel like that somebody could benefit from what I learned through that. Mm. And it's not all about making ourselves look good. Moms, it's about, listen, yeah. we all mess up. Yeah. But thank goodness our God has this grace mm-hmm. and that we can start over. And you don't, I think for moms who have older children, like I do, it's not too late to start that relationship. If, if it's fallen away or you were never close, it's not too late. Yeah. You can still mend that. You, children want their mamas to love them. Yes. They, they want that approval. They need that approval. It's not too late for you. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. so yes. Well, and I would love for you real quick before we sign off, I'd love for you to hit on one last thing. Cause I know, you know, for me personally, I have, how do I describe this? So like, I'll look at a devotional book. And I'm like, well, that's great that they wrote that. And I, I think their children were angels. So they must not know the world that I live in. <laughs> so I would just love, I know, Michelle, you've walked through some pretty hard stuff about, yeah, just with your daughter. And mm. I think that's just so real for today because every family has their own dynamic that they're working through and every kid is working through their own story. Mm-hmm. So can you speak to the mom that's kind of in the trenches of, but this is so hard. Yeah. And that, you know, we laugh a lot and there's a lot of fun stuff in the book, but of course my daughter's Allison, my youngest, who's 25 now is able, I would never share anything without her permission. So she speaks at churches about this now. So she gave me permission to write about it, but she battled anorexia when she was in high school. She was a cheerleader. Mm. She was one of the flyers and we almost lost her. I mean, she got into like 89 pounds and, You know, I remember the doctor in the doctor's eyes and he said she could stop breathing tonight. Aww. Like her heart could stop tonight. And he's like, We need to get her into treatment. And I, I mean, my whole world collapsed. I mean, right. you, you know, you'd give your life for children at any moment. And yet nothing I did, it wasn't like I could just make her eat. Right. It wasn't like I could just make everything better. Both girls were raised the same and Abby's thriving and Allie is struggling and I don't know what I to mm. do. And Jeff and I felt helpless and you immediately think it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say that triggered this? Did I not affirm her enough? What did I do? Mm-hmm. Because that's immediately, and I remember the, the, the therapist, I mean, he was a godsend. He was a, a great man. And he, and he said to me, the first time I spoke with him, he said, first of all, mama, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. And that was so mm-hmm. freeing. I just started crying. I'm, Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, that gave me the freedom then to be able to let her heal and know that I had to do my own healing because I just wanted her to be well. Yeah. And I will say this, no matter what your child's going through, whether it's a drug addiction or something like an eating disorder or maybe a serious health issue. I know it's hard. I know there'll be days when you want to give up, mm. but you stand in the gap for that baby mm. and you, the Lord will give you strength. You didn't know you had, mm-hmm. and he will send people in your life. That will be your prayer partners, yeah. people you can trust. Cause you don't share that stuff with just anybody, no. people that they, yeah. and you can love you. Through it. And at the end of it, if you just continue to press into the Lord, I promise you it will strengthen your relationship with him and with your child. But I'm not saying everybody's going to be easy. Yeah. You know, it says that joy comes in the morning, but it doesn't say what morning. Uh, it doesn't say tomorrow morning. Yes. So you have to hang on and know that it's coming. Yeah. And, yeah. Just, and I just encourage you today. It's all going to be okay. Yeah. And God's with you on the days that it isn't. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. That's encouraging, especially with, I mean, what I keep seeing in the news and around the country, just the opiate 
mm-hmm. addictions and parents losing their children. And I mean, it's everywhere and mm-hmm. it's across the board from lower income to high income to educated, not, a, you know, it's just, it's no uh, respecter of anything. So mm-hmm. just thank you for being honest about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that important, like it's not your fault and just standing in the gap. It's, I love that. Yeah. That's right. And the update is Allie is, she's great. <laughs> she's a mama herself. She's thriving. But there were a few years where we didn't know. And so I can look back now and, and see, I can see the hand of God and all of that. Mm-hmm. But and so our story had a happy ending. And the, for those who didn't, I'm not making light of it. I'm just saying, don't run from God, trust him through it. Because mm-hmm. he's the only one that really, he's the only one that can get you through a time like that. Because it affects the whole family. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, well, Yes. Uh, (laughs) Bethany and Michelle, it's such a gift to talk to you. And Mm -hmm. you're both such an encouragement. I mean, just your laughter is refreshing. And just the devotional is refreshing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab it. Yeah. So where can people find your devotional? I think everywhere is on Barnes and Noble, Amazon. They call me mombook.com has a free, the free first chapter, actually, to read it and download if they want to get the first chapter for the taste of it there and um it's in barnes and noble we just went to barnes and noble near her house and it was there we were like oh and are you guys doing a conference i know you're at a conference right now but is it one you're hosting yes yeah. can you tell uh, us about that yeah today is kickoff for the north carolina christian writers conference okay. and it starts tonight Nice. And then it'll go all day tomorrow and a little bit on Saturday. And Michelle's teaching an intensive on picture books. She's a best-selling children's author. Mm. I'm doing the I'm working on marketing intensives. We've got some amazing faculty here. Like we're so excited to oh, see okay. what God's going to do through people. And writers' conferences change both of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so we like to be able to to give back in a, a small way. I think mm. a lot of moms are writers. So if you yep. if you want to you know test the waters, come see us on the serious writer events. Because we will love you. <laughs> we, we love moms. We've all been there. Like, how do you find time? We, we can help you with that. Yes. Oh, well, man. I know so many moms right now that are endeavoring to write books. I was just told of another mom this morning. She, she's trying. That's awesome. Going for it. Yes. Go for it. We need more. That's right. That's okay. awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your dedication and your willingness to just bless moms. We appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's so great to meet you guys. Thanks for what you do. Love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Rebels. Thank you to Producer Kay and Laura for doing this show and for Michelle and Bethany for coming on the program. We appreciate it. You can find their book, They Call Me Mom, on Amazon or wherever books are found. Thank you to those of you who have reached out, supporting us financially during this time. We appreciate it so much. You can do so. RebelParenting.org. Click on the Donate tab. God bless, Rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at RebelParenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting.